0: Right jobs now. You're going to get folks who will say, "Well, Chris, they don't want to work. They don't want this. They don't yeah. want. that. They're out killing each other." Well, um, I can say that there are people in this country when things don't go their way, when they don't have stuff, they act differently. Some people lose; their candidate doesn't win for president. They might tear up. They tear things up. Right. So, yeah. imagine If all of a sudden you don't have a way to feed your family, there are no jobs around you, you know, um, maybe your parents went through the same thing. Right. So maybe they were, you know, maybe they never got the therapy they needed. So maybe your childhood was a little, you know, tough. Didn't have the same parenting generations ago. (laughs)
1: everybody! Welcome back to another episode of It Is What It Is. I'm talking about the best podcast in the world. This is business. Tame it. This is what we do, man. It's Not left. It's not right. It's just life. This is how we do it. But you know what? We want to keep saying amazing content, amazing people like we have on today. You know what you got to do? Subscribe to the YouTube. Basically, keep saying like, share, subscribe, comment. YouTube at CV Space K. The Stodie Vernon Space. Kelly. YouTube CV space K also where the best supplements are. Come on. Now, I brought the free workout with me. Super power. Get it today. We got the branch chain amino acids. Uh, we got saucy. We got super thick creatine. We have the vegan, uh, proteins transform only at www.cvmkglobal.store. Follow the business page. W. Uh, at cvmk underscore global, and it is what it is, page, I want to say on Patreon, and I'm trying to think of anything else, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah I forgot the podcast is on Instagram now, um, it is what it is underscore podcast, all the links, I'm sure will be visible when you see this and, connect with your boy also, on TikTok at cvmk global, well it's globe, because they wouldn't let me add the AL, because I ran out of character uh, characters, that's TikTok stuff. But anyway, I look forward to connecting with you. And I have an amazing episode today featuring somebody that is running for alderman. And is it Chicago's Fifth Ward? It is Chicago's Fifth Ward. Chicago's Fifth Ward. Chris Levy. And with that being said, Chris, how are you doing today?
0: Man, I'm wonderful, man. Thank you. Uh, I'm excited to be here. Your intro should get everybody fired up. Shout out to your sponsors for keeping the community in shape. Uh, that's, a good, that's a good ad, brother.
1: That's a good look. Hey, man, I'm, I'm trying, man. And what I realized, if they won't give you the uh, ingredients, you got to buy your own, man. So, you know, <laughs> doing what I do here. Well, look, Chris, before we get into it, you know, tell the people a little bit about yourself, and then, you know, we'll hit the line of questions. Cool.
0: Um, hopefully, they'll take it easy on me because I, 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 let, I let it be known. Um, first off, I'm running for Alderman here in Chicago, Fifth Ward of Chicago, which encompasses uh, South Shore, parts of South Shore, parts of Woodlawn, parts of Hyde Park. Um, if you're familiar with Chicago, um, it's a beautiful area. I think it's one of the most beautiful in the city. Um, it's home to the you know University of Chicago um, in the Woodlawn area. Um, Hyde Park is one of the, probably the most diverse community in the state of Illinois. Um, I live in an area of South Shore, which is where the Obama Center will be built. It, it is truly a gem among gems. But as a lot of larger cities across the country, it has its share of what I'd like to call opportunities or issues.
1: That's true. That's true. Look, I, I, I appreciate that. We're going to get into why you're running and sure. uh, hopefully try to build some knowledge right. and insight into this whole campaign. And but I, Before we do that, I wasn't trying to dodge that. I mean, no, I was,
0: you're good. You're good. I, I wanted to set up first. Where it is, you know, and and why I'm running, yeah. is there is a certain element of public safety that I'm concerned about. I am a married father of three girls. Mm-hmm. I'm not a politician. Well, I guess technically I'm in the race, so technically I, you know, I'm entering that, entering that fray. But this mm-hmm. is not you um, for nine to five. I'm just a concerned citizen who's tired of seeing certain things in his community, um, and I feel given success that I've had in other areas of life. It lends itself um, You know to be successful here And truthfully um, I think you need somebody different Who's not part of the so called Chicago you know system
1: I like it it. Look before we go any further just a quick Word from our sponsors There's a hero in all Of us waiting to be Unleashed all it takes Is just that one glass. Push. Activate the hero within with CBMK Global Supplements. All natural, steroid free, designed to enhance performance, build muscle, and increase energy. You are unstoppable. You can do this. Become your own hero at www.cbmkglobal.store. awesome and we're back again look so i always i always ask i don't care who it is and if you go back over every podcast whether i agree disagree indifferent i always want to know why why does anybody do what they do right whether it's a pastor whether it's a fitness influencer instructor trainer what is the, I mean you said you were a concerned citizen What is your why behind Running for the Alderman of the Fifth Ward
0: Sure um, I think we have A, a, a violence issue Right Sure. Yeah. I think year yeah. after year I've watched um, At least in this area There was an incumbent who had been here 19 years Oh wow And, and, and this, I, this is a similar case across the country mm-hmm. Watched conditions Get worse, year After year after year. And I've seen some positions or some positions, whether it be mayor um, or surrounding areas, other aldermen. Yeah. Uh, And I think it's been a lot of the same types of people, right? I'd like to think that these folk um, have good intentions when they start. But I know that, um, you know, and I can say this as soon as I said I was running, Mm. everyone who's ever volunteered knows a politician Ever been in a room with politicians say, well who do you know well, who's gonna back you and and who and, and, and who do you got behind you and you know being a novice to this I'm like well are they voting in this war should I be concerned mm-hmm. why do I need them because as far as I'm concerned anytime I voted I didn't have somebody whispering in my ear sure they may have um they put a lot of ad monies behind them but I think what happens is, when someone not in your area helps you get to office, then your interests or their interests become your interest. And instead of taking care of a community, you're voting on issues that have nothing to do with your community because your alderman is now concerned about keeping his or her job versus taking care of the marginalized, which I think I am here for. And truth be told, um, I'm going to continue the economic development in, in Hyde Park uh, mm-hmm. lawn. I'd like to see more of that in South shore, but make no mistake. I'm running because I think there are people who don't necessarily, I don't like if say they don't care about, they don't make um, issues in primarily South shore, a large enough concern um, for my liking. I don't like being somewhere when, you know, when my mother, uh, she drives by my house to go home. She needs gas. I tell Mm -hmm. them to stop at my house because like a lot of major cities, they're, they're carjackings because I have to go pump gas for. And, um, I didn't grow up like that. So I know it's possible. So I'm here because I think I'm outside of, uh, the Chicago political circle. And I think you need somebody who, um, can bring fresh air to that, who has the intelligence, who can get the ear of the people in the streets. Um, and who can get resources to the community that maybe other people can't get.
1: I like that. Um, I think there's a lot to unpack there. Twofold. First, you know, sometimes we think that – one position can do everything right so sometimes we like to blame all of chicago's problems on the mayor but the mayor doesn't have absolute power right. there are committees, subcommittees there's aldermans you know there's there's a whole process that goes into this monster right so uh before we what what specifically does an alderman do i think and then and then my second part of my second follow-up is once you, once we understand like what an alterman is responsible, an alter person is responsible for. How does being outside of the normal status quo make you more of of an interest? So we'll begin first. Like what what is the responsibility of an alter person? Sure. Um, similar
0: to a mayor who takes care of a city, right? The well being of a city yep. and all the people who live within it, job opportunities. Um, for that city, um, for those who um, need help with uh, maybe educational financing, maybe businesses need funding, small businesses, luring, creating jobs. An alderman's job is very similar to that, but for a specific smaller geographical area. Um, In this city, there are 50 um, alder persons. Um, Those um, alder persons are responsible for their particular ward, and each ward there, they're broken out into districts. Uh, recently, every 10 years, they do a redistricting or a remapping of the wards. Um, the fifth ward has 25 districts down from 41. Um, so uh, lesser, lesser districts, a little bit less people. Um, but the problem is, or well, the duties of an alderman range from um, how are the businesses thriving? Are they growing in your area? Small businesses are the lifeblood to a lot of communities. Um, how um, How's the safety, public safety in your community? Is it going up? Is it better? Um, are there more shootings? Are there less shootings? Are there more deaths? Are there less deaths? Um, in terms of um, education, how are the students faring? Are test scores going up or going down? Um, are the students... How are they faring in high school? What percent are going to high school? Are they going to college? Um, Are we entering the trades? Are we not entering the trades? What's the well-being? Obviously, part of every large city, you have a marginalized community. Is there help for, you know, substance abuse? Is there help for women with maybe young women with children? Um, The homeless, how do you take care of those who don't have anything? So all of that is, you know, the well-being of a particular smaller geographical area, And in this particular case, um, you have varied needs because you have various types of people, various income levels. Um, Obviously, with the University of Chicago here, you have a faction that is highly educated, um, well compensated, Mm. similarly in Hyde Park. Conversely, Mm. South Shore, you have a group that's incomes on the other side of the spectrum, not all of South Shore, um, but a good faction of it. Great people, though. But they're they're facing similar
1: issues, but different issues as well. Hmm. That's okay, so that makes sense. So so some people would say that aldermans, because I I feel like Chicago, there's no city like Chicago. If you live in New York, it's not Chicago. If you live in LA, it's not Chicago. If you live in San Fran, it's not Chicago is unique, (laughs) right? And Aldermans are many mayors and so you know people who lived here know that chicago traditionally it was what i would say the most diverse and segregated city uh and and it was weird that two things could be true it's the
0: most segregated city i've ever seen
1: right and traditionally Uh. how the machine did it was the setup was because they didn't want to create a false sense of inclusion they basically everybody had their side now obviously it's not as um poignant as it once was, you know, now, you know, the neighborhoods are more mixed and it's not like, you know, one side was just specifically this, but that was the neighborhoods of Chicago, right? And then that sure. fell into the ward, right? And that's how we got 50 different wards because there were 50 different basically many mayors running around up under one mayor, right? Sure. Exactly. So so if, if somebody comes to you and says the problem is we don't need any more aldermans, what do you say to that person?
0: Well, I could I could take them to 71st and Jeffrey and I could show them they'd be fearful for their safety. And I would say, so you think this is okay that you feel like this, this this uncomfortable feeling that you have is warranted. And I would ask them to download Citizens app or some other crime app on their phone. And I would say, let's wait two hours and let's see what sort of crimes are happening in this area versus some other areas. And you will see a stark difference and as i tell people you know we're all born the same way i'd like to think people have the same at least the right to you know live and breathe without fear or go to school without fear of being you know a victim of some tragic violent act and in some areas um some people don't have that luxury of being comfortable you know walking to school you know at 13 or 15 year old young kid all he or she should be thinking about is, you know, an education. What am I going to do this weekend? You know, um, what colleges do I want to go to? Well, you know, that sort of thing. Instead it's which way should I walk home? You know, which, you know, is there a gang over here? Who's who's over here? You know? So, um, it's very different for a lot of folk and I would challenge them to say, if everyone were living the same, you're right. We wouldn't need that,
1: Hmm. but that's just not the case. So how much, that's true. Seventy first Jeffries is a rough area. <laughs> so, everybody said I was like, "That's absolutely true." Uh, because that's the beginning of uh, Englewood. Um, no, nope. that that is that uh, Englewood is further west. Further but, west. right, all right. You're right, right. You lower, but, but very
0: similar. The, the The results are similar in, in both areas.
1: It's this, yeah, same church, different view. You know, so what? What does so? Okay, so we know that the alter person takes care of the interest. The financial health and the, and the public safety health of a specific geographical territory within Chicago, the limitations of the Chicago land area. That's a lot of power. Sure. To have access to budgets, access to police, obviously. I mean, because each ward, I'm sure, is represented by a unit, a district uh, right. for the police. Um, and some would say, how can two things be true? Uh, how can 36 and cottage, you know, be nice and 71st and Jeffries be the polar opposite. And they're only, you know, two miles apart. Right. If they're using the same resources, is it really the outer person's fault or is this bigger than that? Um,
0: of course, it's bigger than that, right? Okay. Um, it, you know, I don't even want to go to the rabbit hole of possible issues of how we got here. Right. Uh, some people will point to, you know, it's it's you know, improper policing. It's 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 racism. It's you know, um, all these things. You know, um, right. schools in certain areas not being funded. It's redlining. It's not access to capital for small businesses. Right? Uh, you know. We, I look at it like we're here. Okay. Yeah. But the problem in any of these communities, if you look at a low crime area anywhere in the state, in the world and a high crime area, what's the differences? Well, well, the low crime area, um, they some places in Chicago. They have local businesses that are thriving. There's a cleaners. There's several places to buy groceries. Um, yeah. because if you want to work in your neighborhood, You can work at a, there's probably a a pet boarding house right next to your house. There's a cleaners right next to your house. Um, There are many, many restaurants all around you. Uh, There are jobs in that area. Money is in that neighborhood. And, um, you know, even those without an education or or those people are probably also more educated, um, which also makes it easier to get a job. Now, look at a, a, uh, a high crime area. There's a high amount of unemployment. That's a huge thing. Um, there's a lack of education. There are food deserts. There are businesses that aren't there. So even those who, let's say, I don't have a you know degree in industrial engineering, um, which I do, and I live in South Shore, so all the South Shore is not you know that bad. Um, there are no jobs. So if I am a sixteen, let's say I'm a sixteen to thirty year old male, instead so of how old I really am. Sure. Um, and I have no trade, and I haven't been to college, and there's no place around for me to work.
1: What's up? I'm super pumped. Just got done with another workout. It's your boy CVMK33. Connect me on Instagram and on the business page at CVMK so Global. You know how to get through it. You know how to get that pump look. <laughs> Best pre-workout on the market. Www.cvmkglobal.com.
0: What am I gonna do? Yeah, I So I made band together with another group of folks mm-hmm. and we may rob, steal, do whatever we got to do. So, um, so it's lack of opportunity it's lack of resources. And I, when I say opportunity, I say economic opportunity, right? Jobs. Now you're going to get folks who will say, well, Chris, they don't want to work. They don't want this. They don't yeah. want that. They're out killing each other. Well, um, i can say that there are people in this country when things don't go their way when they don't have stuff they act differently some people lose their candidate that doesn't win for president they might tear up they tear things up right so yeah. imagine if all of a sudden you don't have a way to feed your family there are no jobs around you you know um maybe your parents went through the same thing right so maybe they were you know maybe they never got the therapy they needed so maybe your childhood was a little, you know, tough. Didn't have the same parenting generations ago. And these things, listen, make no mistake. Um, I don't think they happen by accident, right? But mm-hmm. I'm right about that. I am here because I have been blessed with an education. I was blessed with, you know, two loving parents. You know, my father passed a few years ago. He didn't drink, didn't smoke, didn't even curse around us. Heard him curse on a business call every now and then. That's about it. Couldn't raise a voice at a woman, discipline was you know was paramount. Yeah. And there are a lot of you don't know what you don't know.
1: So right. there
0: are a lot of right. there are a lot of young people especially they don't know that. You know, my platform other than you know public safety, the second part of it is I try to keep it real simple when I'm explaining to people. Second part is economic development. We talked about that. You know, but you can't have economic development if you got crime. It's hard to get Amazon to come in your backyard if people are getting shot. Right? True. Uh, and then thirdly, um, there are a lack of programs and opportunities, things for young people. When I was a kid, I played bitty basketball. I played little league baseball from mm-hmm. five to seventeen. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, I took karate at the park district. Cost almost nothing. You know, there were summer camps everywhere. Now, a lot of and when you got to be a teenager, the city had programs with certain businesses where you actually work. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um they don't have those opportunities, so those opportunities meant something you know I was able I was fortunate I interned at IBM for 16 when I was 16, 17 and 18. wow I mean that puts me well ahead of someone who hasn't doesn't have that opportunity now again, right. I was fortunate enough um you know I test well I had some great parents and I, I learned the value of okay, even if you're not there yet you can work to get there. People need role models, right? You need to see what you don't know. You need to, somebody needs to, there are people right here in South shore who don't know their way around downtown Chicago. Hmm. You know, so it, but it takes somebody who is, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm concerned about the world around me as well. You know, I'm a pet owner, I love pets. I'm concerned about people who are of different races because if I am alderman, um, like I say, Hyde Park is one of the most diverse places. So I've talked to not, you know, African Americans. I've talked to a lot of Caucasians. I've talked to some Asians. I've talked to students from the University of Chicago. I've talked to retired people. Um, I've talked to a lot of elderly, and I've talked to a few young folks. Yeah. You know? Um, I talked to a couple of brothers today. I was petitioning for signatures outside of a grocery store. And brother looked like maybe he might be a gang involved. I'm not gonna judge him, but if you're standing next uh-huh. to me, Chicago tattoo, I said, young man, how you doing? Said I'm running for all of the I was like, I'm trying to make some improvements to the to the area. I was like, are you a registered voter? And believe it or not, he was. I hmm. said, look, I want to tell you what I want to do. You tell me if there's something that you haven't heard. Well, And, I, and at first I said, what do you think this area needs? First thing he says, man, we need some jobs. Hmm. He's like, man, can you really, you think you can do something what makes you different? People have been on. I said, well, I, I can't promise you anything. I said, I'm going to be real honest with you. Day one, unlike a lot of my, people who are running against me who've worked for somebody, been an aide, I'm going to be firmly trying to get no loitering passed as a law. Mm. When I was a kid, I could not stand out in front of the arcade or whatever they had, 7-Eleven, sure. with my buddies doing nothing.
1: Yeah,
0: You'd have to move around and my parents were perfectly good with that. Because mm. what happens is, you know, someone selling drugs or whatever they're doing, standing out, and they only go to where, you know, Good people go to do commerce, pharmacies, grocery stores, you know, uh, uh, gas stations, right? Liquor stores. And if someone comes by shooting at them, who gets shot? Yeah,
1: people. Yeah.
0: people, me and you, right? Mm. Um, so that has to stop, take it off the corner I don't know where you're going, but you got to move away from here. That's short term, um, sure, that needs to happen to make people feel comfortable because when people feel comfortable, they'll spend money or at least try to spend money in their community, right? Um, so that's that's the first part. Secondly, um, we have to bring jobs and opportunities, and that's going to be done. You know, I will be pitching for tax breaks for, you know, newer companies, what I call enterprise size companies, uh, to come to South Shore because it is a beautiful area. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of people moving into it, and I, and I like it, make no mistake, moving into South Shore who look a lot different. Right, the Obama Center is being built. Part of South Shore, beautiful golf course, being built, state of the art, right here in golf course. All I ask, and I've been speaking to, I, you know, I know the a couple of people who are um, yeah. who run that organization. <clears throat> Chris, what do you think? I said we know a lot of people are excited. Property values going up. It's a good thing, but a lot of people, some of those people who haven't gone to college or have a nice job or right, right. place they've called home their whole life. The rents are going up. I've seen this happen in other areas of Chicago. Yeah. So, yeah right.
1: It's a real epidemic.
0: <laughs> I've had At least I think four university professors that I know have moved in this neighborhood in the past year on the South side in South. Yeah. Yeah. Right?
1: So when we, when we talk about tackling gentrification, you know, obviously as you mentioned, any neighborhood, any is open to everybody. It's not an issue of who. It's an issue of that this affordity or this luxury comes at the expense of those who were forgotten about, who were denied home loans, low interest rates, good paying jobs, and now you come to revitalize an area and reap the benefits from a uh, basically a struggle that you had nothing to do with.
0: Absolutely. So
1: how do, we, how do we tackle that, right? Like, how do you, how do you create home ownership from existing sure. residents?
0: First, you demand that anyone who comes into a community becomes a good steward to that community and the people in that community, mm-hmm. right? Um, I distribute wine and spirits, my nine to five, right? Yeah. Talking to a um, liquor store owner, and he's actually donated to the campaign. Um, first things he asked was Chris, you know, the past me, she wants me to, she wants me to uh, you know, tell these people not to sit out in front of the store, man. I, you know, I don't I said, first off, let me tell you this. Um I want every business that's here to do better. I said, here's what I see. I walked into that store, saw an African American woman on lottery, I saw two African Americans working the register, I saw a brother in the back stacking some beer in the cooler. He employed four people. The man during that shift. He also told me that he on land next door and wanted to, to build. And I said, you know what? I don't think wine and spirits is necessarily the devil but, or the evil causing this because I see it in low crime, nice areas. Right. It can't just be that. But what I do expect is um, if you see something, you or your employees, it should be your responsibility to call the authorities, right? right. A man or woman's first responsibility should be to their family. And I wouldn't want you to. <laughs> get hurt trying to get somebody to move, right? There's some people who uh, live a very different lifestyle that would, would take pleasure in doing harm to you. So please don't do that. I said, but just as, and I said the same thing um, to the brother who's executive vice president of civic engagements for the Obama Center, said, mm-hmm. it would be nice. You build a state of the golf course. Okay, it's not necessarily for the people around here, but what if you offer, you know? hypothetical numbers, 50 caddy opportunities to young African-American women and 50 to uh, young African-American men in that area. They give caddy scholarships. It was give them a chance to learn a game that they don't have, make them feel part of this community that you're building, and they would be able to rub elbows with those people who are in different income and tax brackets than them and do the same for the jobs that are coming in from construction on to the hiring. Mm -hmm. include the people in the community and yeah i do think in some cases there should be some limitations on some rents um for those people you know who are being priced out solely for the fact that you know somebody came in to decide to triple their rent yeah so again that's a lot to look at i just believe in if you're going to move into an area you should assist the people of that area
1: and I and I, I, I totally agree. I think that you know yeah. um, it, the community or the village is responsible for its well-being, right? right. And I, I totally think that that's why this needs to be an an, an investment into the internal infrastructures that are already existing. Um, when we talk about you know creating that safety, uh, and I know we run out of time, so I just got a couple more questions. I know we're you know we're talking about you know stuff. I know you were coming with it like this. Uh, you know we're, we're talking about. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. We're talking about, you know, what that investment looks like, right? Because the older person does have the ability, uh, to, I I can't say they can enforce a rent ceiling, but they can actually, uh, uh, not create, but they can section off like for commercial real estate development. So many units has to go to affordable housing and they do have that leverage, Right. Thumbs,
0: everything is going to have to be approved, and someone's got to right. sign up on it, usually the mayor of that city. But right. yeah, you can cheerlead for certain projects that you deem important. Right. And if, there is a, what I think you do need somebody with a good moral compass. There okay. are 15 aldermen who are all of a sudden retiring, right? Mm-hmm. I don't gossip, I don't know why, but it is suspected, but maybe they were being asked or maybe they were in trouble. Because they weren't necessarily being uh the good stewards to the community, and they weren't necessarily acting with their high moral compass as a public servant, you know more is expected of you um than you know somebody's just going to work a regular job for him or herself
1: so how how do you cheerlead like so and that's what I'm saying like this is where it comes back to i i think for the younger generation there's this feeling that no matter who we get in office the system cannot be fully changed because it was not designed to work in a certain way right so like you can cheerlead yes for certain projects you can like getting the obama center was a huge grab right and that was great at the same time to say that it's not going to create displacement would be a lie but it's still a, it's right. it's still a great project Dude. but it just it comes with things how how do you take your, you know, your moral compass and say, hey, look, I want uh, the Fifth Ward to be safe. I want it to be a thriving business community, a family, an area where any and everybody can move to and enjoy this high quality piece of life. At the same time, I don't want you to price gouge and make it unaffordable for existing residents. How do you, how do you take that aim and actually create policy behind it? Well, I, I think um, I don't think any one
0: person is going, there's no magic bullet, there's no magic, okay. Field. Okay. and for anybody, right? Okay. But I do think that, um, I do think that a person's, uh, you know, we all, we all born with certain talents, right? And right. I think areas of life, I'm a salesman, um, yeah. I, I've been successful in that, um, seeing or, or, or it, it doesn't have to be a, a lose or somebody just giving somebody something, it's a win win. Right, Like I tell people, um, if more people hit jobs, more money is spent everywhere. True. You know what I'm saying? True. So in everyone's interest, even with the haves, to help the have-nots, even if you want to just be a greedier have. That's true. <laughs> you, you, do, you, want, you should want uh, violence to be curbed. If you're a gas station owner, you should not want people getting carjacked at your gas station because it takes money out of your pocket right so it doesn't when you explain it to people the benefits for them and it doesn't have to be crap all over keep taking from these folks but but what i do think is there needs to be an investment in people in terms of jobs in terms of those programs i talked about this city and again i'm new to the political game this city will tax you know this and then we'll tax that. We'll go back to taxing this. We'll go back. Mm-hmm. To that. And I never see the money really get to where it's supposed to go. Me either. But
1: so, if Steve Harvey said,
0: Ain't put a doughnut on it. <laughs> so my thing is to alleviate that, since some of these folks can't control themselves, right? Give somebody a job, then they have the money to do what they want to do. Right. You know, I would much rather see, you know, some of these folks understand it's possible to get a $70,000, $80,000 a year job instead of being satisfied with, but they're so downtrodden. Some people think, well, I'm just going to get this check that they give me, you know, that's what I'm going to do. And that is just, that is not the existence that I think they were meant to have. Um, But yeah, it's no magic bullet, but I do think you can chip away. And make the playing field more fair. I do think we can make at least right now, brother. Even some small steps towards alleviating some of this crime will go a long way in morale. Number one, mm-hmm. you know, when you feel better, you can do better. True. But a lot of us don't even feel better. We're okay. upset about everything. People walk down the street and barely speak, and these are some of the nicer areas. You know, um, I've had an opportunity now that I've been out. <clears throat> you know, I've been. I've been in the Woodlawn area. I've been, you know, I've been in the Sushi area over here in Woodlawn, you know. And I've been in a Peace Walk on Seventy First. I've been in an Alley known for for people doing a lot of drugs. I've been in uh, Hyde Park. I spoke to a few professors. I spoke to a, a, a graduate law student. I've been speaking to everybody. Our common theme is threat, uh, uh, crime. They all want to feel safer. And even though those who I think are thinking outside of just themselves recognize that we've done a disservice to some people in our cities Mm. and you need i mean people can only help themselves it's going to take people with something to reach down and help somebody Mm. you know but what you're seeing when you see people so okay when you i've heard a lot of people say people don't want something that's a crab in a barrel mentality right yeah um and it's almost sad But um, I know that, again, I use, you know, my family story. My father was the oldest of 15, born way down in Mississippi. He never went to college. Uh, My mother never went to college. Yet they're business owners in Hyde Park. They sent two sons to college. I have a degree. So um, he shines shoes, you know, he... uh, he worked in stores, he worked, he was a butcher, he you know, but he told, you know, you work hard, good things will happen. Align yourself with good people. And those are the things that I think our young people don't hear. Um, because you can get ahead. It's not just your story is not written, you write your story. That's true. And I don't think enough people know that. And you know, I, at least that's what I'm believing, and I'm believing I can make some change. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I hang my hat on um i'm outside of the you know all the people jumping out of their hat to run for alderman you know initially i was running against the incumbent i filed as soon as you could file um recently she announced her retirement now you got seven eight people jumping out one brother even told me knocked on my door i said man you here now let me sign your little signature sheet he said man i had to throw my name in the hat that's his attitude just because there was a vacancy. Well, you know, I was an RA to so-and-so and I worked on so-and-so's campaign. You know, you just want to be part of the system. All right. You want to be the one getting checked. check. And I think that's, man, that's horrible. But I think this is a golden opportunity. I know you don't have that much time because they're going to be, for the first time ever, at least 15 new aldermen across the city. Hmm. Um, and, you know, Caucasian, black, brown neighborhoods everywhere. And yeah. it's the time for us to, that we can work together, you know, to make it better. It doesn't have to be somebody has everything and somebody has to be living horrible. That's
1: true.
0: People just think that's how life has to be. It does not.
1: Um, so that's my story. I'm sticking to it. I <laughs> like it. So what, what are you running as? Are you a Democrat or you're Republican or you independent? What are you running as? Listen, if I were Jesus Christ himself mm. and everybody recognized
0: me as Jesus, Right. And I ran as an independent here on the south side of Chicago. I, as Jesus, would lose. I see what you're saying. I'm running on the Democratic ticket. Um, I don't, I jokingly tell people I'm going to win and I'll be there one term because they'll, they'll hate me downtown. They'll figure out a way to get me out because I want violent criminals put under the jail. Mm. Uh, I'm not about, I, I just don't want to give violent offenders a chance to hurt innocent people. And I'm not willing to put you know, uh, the droves of innocent men, women, and children at risk because somebody wants to give someone a fifth chance. I think that's stupid, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So, and I make no bones about it. Sorry if I rub somebody the wrong way. If somebody sees that is what it is. Hey, Um, nice. I like it.
1: (laughs) It is what it is. (laughs) I like it. I like it. I like it. I I, uh, I, I agree. I think we need to... um... Safety has to be a concern. You gotta I mean, be. It doesn't matter how much money you make if you can't spend it because you're in fear of your life being taken away or being right. carjacked. You know, so this kind of soft on crime stuff. You know, I don't believe in abuse. I don't believe in police discrimination. I don't believe in targeting peoples, but right. I do believe wrong is wrong, and I do believe if you act out of line, that's your behind. <laughs> you know, i like that's just you know it rises and it goes. You know, so I, I agree with you, Chris. If they wanted to reach out to you, they wanted to donate to the campaign. Because the election isn't until 2023?
0: Yeah, great question. So um, in Illinois, we do have the gubernatorial election, which is on Tuesday, November 8th. That is not this election. The order person election, the automatic election, coincides with the mayoral election, and that is February 28th, uh, 2023, that's when the election is. Um, Right now, we're all out gathering signatures. The last day to get petitions is the 28th, so you'll be hearing more about the candidates then. Um, you can reach me, um, our name begins with a K, www.chris, K-R-I-S, 4-F-O-R, 5th, uh, the number dot th.com. That's my site. Um, you can learn all about me there, uh, what my platform is. Um, sure. You can do a search for Chris Levy, 5th World Alderman, um, on Facebook or IG, and you can find me there.
1: Y'all connect with them, uh, website, IG, Facebook, Chris, Four Fifth. 5th. <laughs> dot com. Donate to the campaign. If you live into the Fifth Ward, go out and vote. Or They're if you here...
0: Like I said, somebody knows somebody to live over here. Listen.
1: Right. <laughs> Get out and vote. That's the key to it. You can't complain if you don't vote. now Get out oh, and vote. Donate. Chris is an amazing candidate. He really has a heart for uh, the people of, of, of the Fifth Ward and Chicago and really wants to see change because like it or not, things will happen with or without your vote. <laughs> so... Right. If you know him, you can reach him. He's already in the neighborhood. He's visible. He's reachable. Connect with him. Connect with your boy. Also at CVMK underscore global, CVMK33 on Instagram. YouTube, you know what you got to do. Like, share, subscribe, comment. CV space K, TikTok, CVMK global. And until next time, guys, thanks. The best podcast on the planet on Patreon, Apple, Anchor uh, wherever you listen to your podcast, Google Spreaker, it's there. Subscribe, like, share, comment today, and make sure you support your boy at CV space K. Subscribe today. It is what it is podcast till next time, guys. Thanks.